Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. So today I'm going to talk about a topic that I get asked a lot about, which is intermittent fasting. And I'm going to give you a, just a very basic 101 plus some ways that I use intermittent fasting, because the truth is there's not just one way to do this. And any way you do this is actually potentially very beneficial to you in many ways. So just in the next few minutes, we are going to explore this intermittent fasting. Now, it's not a diet. In fact, it's a, it's a pattern of eating. So it's a pattern of eating that cycles basically between periods of fasting and periods of eating. And as you know, it's very, very popular right now. You see it written up many, many places. So it does not specify what foods to eat. So that's one of the big issues and big differences in any of these programs that you read about. It doesn't tell you which foods to eat, but it just tells you when you should eat them. So I'm also a proponent of, of course, eating low glycemic. It's not about just eating whatever you want in the period of eating. So that's a little caveat that I use with my clients is we're still eating healthy, uh, but intermittent fasting gives us an indication of when to eat. So it's not a diet in the conventional sense. It's it's more of an eating pattern. And there are different intervals of eating. So this is where it gets really creative. And you really want to work it for what works for you and experiment. So I've experimented with periods of 10 hours, which I find very, very doable of not eating, or periods of 12 hours. So say finish eating at 8 p.m. one night and don't eat again till 8 a.m., 12 hours. That's a fast, very doable, and uh, you still get good benefits. One of the most popular versions that you read about of intermittent fasting is called the 16-8 method, which is basically fasting for 16 hours and eating in an eight-hour window of your choice. So say you want to eat from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's an eight-hour window. So that would be the only time you actually eat, and then everything else becomes a fast. So there are some ideas for you. Maybe you're going to start out with a a 10-hour window, and then you move up to a 12-hour window, which I find very doable. I find the 16-hour window uh, doable, but not all the time. So maybe you just experiment, and I really encourage you to do that to see what works for you. The truth is fasting has been a practice through human evolution. So fasting is not a new thing by any means. Uh, If you read about the ancient hunter-gatherers, they didn't have supermarkets, they didn't have refrigerators, they didn't have food available year-round, so sometimes they couldn't find anything to eat. So that was basically a fast. So Basically, our human body has evolved to be able to function without food for extended periods of time and and function very well. In fact, fasting from time to time is actually more natural than always eating. So just think about that. Our bodies evolutionary have really been set up to have periods of fasting. And for a lot of uh, spiritual religions, as you probably know, fasting is done for uh, religious reasons, including Islam, Christianity, Judaism, and, and Buddhism. So let's look at 
uh, again, the different fasting methods, because through this podcast, I just want you to be able to experiment because I'm going to talk about the benefits of fasting because there are many. I'm going to talk about four main ones to keep it simple, because this is not meant to be a whole lecture on intermittent fasting, but just give you a general idea of what it is. So choose between the 10 hour or the 12 hour or the 16 hour window, which is basically fasting for those periods of time. There's also a a method called the eat, stop, eat method, which involves fasting for 24 hours once or twice a week. So maybe you have dinner one day and then you don't have, don't eat until dinner the next day. So that would be a 24 hour fast. You do that from time to time. That's another fasting method. So you can also fast by consuming a restricted amount of calories. This one I don't like so much, but it is something that some people try, which is you consume only 500 or 600 calories for two consecutive days in a week. So that's another method of fasting. So the big thing, why do we do this? So I'm going to talk about four benefits of fasting, four huge benefits, specifically how it affects your cells, because I'm very interested in cellular nutrition and hormones. So several things in your happen in your body when you fast and and looking at a cellular level or a molecular level. The first one is a hormone called human growth hormone. You might have heard it, HGH. This hormone skyrockets when you fast. It can increase as much as fivefold and of course the longer you fast, the more it increases. So the 16-hour fast is one that can really benefit the human growth hormone. Now, what does that do? Well, it has huge benefits for fat loss and muscle gain. That's all you need to know. There's lots of other things to know about this hormone, but fat loss and muscle gain. The second one is insulin. You hear me talk about insulin a lot on these podcasts because insulin sensitivity is so important. And when we have pre-diabetes, our insulin doesn't work so well. And we want to improve our insulin sensitivity. And that's what happens when we fast. Levels of insulin drop dramatically. And lower levels of insulin, what does that do? Ah, it releases our fat stores. So another fat loss effect of fasting. And I know you've heard this. You've heard people say, oh, wow, I do intermittent fasting and I've lost weight and my blood sugar is more controlled. This is why. Because the HGH, the human growth hormone, and the insulin sensitivity. Another huge one is cellular repair. So when we are eating all the time, Basic common sense tells us we've got to break down that food, we've got to digest it, it's got to pass through our body. It takes a lot of work, a lot of cellular energy and cellular repair. Well, when we are fasting, it gives our body a rest and your cells initiate huge cellular repair processes because it doesn't have to take all this time digesting food. So this includes a a word, and I'm going to throw out a scientific word here called autophagy. Autophagy is where cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional proteins. So autophagy increases. So cells that we don't need get broken down and moved out of the system. And we just don't get the chance to do that as much when we're eating all the time. So huge cellular repair benefits. 
And apart from weight loss, which of course we've hinted at with all the fat loss, there's another huge benefit of intermittent fasting. And because my podcasts, I keep them as short as possible so that uh, you can listen to the whole thing. The final one I'm going to talk about is gene expression. Yes, you know I love talking about epigenetics. So there are changes in the functions of genes related to longevity and protection against disease. So when you fast, the genes that get triggered for improving longevity and protection against disease happen. So there are huge epigenetic benefits of intermittent fasting. So that covers a lot. We've talked about different ways to fasting. So experiment. We've talked about benefits of fasting. So just do it. Just try it. Try maybe a 10-hour window or a 12-hour window. And then maybe every now and then really step it up and do a 16-hour window. And your cells will love you for it. (laughs) So there's nothing too complicated about it. I do recommend eating healthy in those windows of eating. So don't just go for it and gorge yourself with whatever. Keep to the low glycemic eating plan. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Make sure you tune into my other podcasts wherever you're listening to this podcast. Subscribe to my podcast so that you can keep up to date with all the greatest information in health and wellness. So this is Dr. Karen Wolf with Dr. Karen Wolf Health Talks. Bye for now.